Welcome to Mastering Life's Adventures, an educational podcast about tapping into your true self, the soul, your soul, the substance of your life, to discover what life's ups and downs are really about, and how to have a greater sense of purpose, peace, joy, and fulfillment. I am Dr. Judith Holder, your host, coach psychologist, fellow seeker who enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality, psychology, wellness, and your everyday life's adventures. All preparing and polishing you like the fastest of magnificent diamond to be your best self. If you're craving more from your life, you are in the right place. Come, let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are. Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Hi, I'm back. And the next thing I've been thinking about has been related to are there different states of the soul? And it's something I wrote about too. And I and I was thinking about it more um, because of this last episode I did and talking about the the, the um, different cries of the soul. And I thought, well, this might be a good sequence in terms of the next to talk about the different states of the soul and I do talk more about it in opening up to your divinity uh, which is an ebook but what I want to share here but what I would like to share here is related to soul states I'm not getting into the uh, as much details about it, but I think enough because we need to know that the soul does have assistance in helping us moving forward, but we also first need to know what, what state may our soul be at, and it can be different for each person. For example, you may, and I'll just talk about four, you may, um, your soul may be asleep. And it's unconscious, unaware, it's dormant. Uh, and it lives, you know, in the world. The ego lives in the world in terms of being materialistically focused. And it's wanting to just continue to live life you know, as it is because the soul is dormant. It doesn't have an awareness, even though there's still an inkling, even that dormancy of wanting something more. But what happens is in our desire of wanting something that inkling, of wanting something more, uh, the ego takes it uh, in a different light. It takes it in a more materialistic light. I want some more of, you know, money, or I want a prestigious job, or I want greater status, or I want to have a family, that, and reads that urge in that way. But it's really a different language of the soul. But so first, I'll swing back around to that in a minute. But first, we, we have that uh, asleep soul. Then you can have the dozing soul. And the dozing soul vacillates between brief periods of awareness and then more moves into this slumbering state. So it's aware that there's something more, but then it kind of goes back into slumbering. And so it can be more prolonged um, periods in which the soul is in being inattentive to and being neglected in some ways. But when it is in that inkling state that comes up, that gets into the a greater and more degree of awareness, 
you know, is the intuition, for example. And we trust the intuition, and that's a, com a component of the soul. Um, and so we, uh, but we then fall back into this napping periods and groggy sense that goes on with the soul. So it's kind of a fuzzy state, and that's that dozing soul. And it's in that state, in that dozing period, and in that asleep state, those two states, that you do have this just kind of acquiring things in the world, you know, getting the education or uh, making sure you're you're um, dating and and having a relationship and making sure that you have kids and being able to raise your children and making sure that you're in a job that you like to be able to have things and move things forward in, in terms of income and sense of uh, you're getting things accomplished and you're achieving uh, what you want to achieve you know, in your particular job that you may have as a lawyer or your particular job that you have as a homemaker or your particular job that you have you know as um, assistant um, to someone in working with them. But then the third state is partially awake. The soul is beginning to in the outer self of who you are is being aware that there's emerging sensitivities, that you have a greater sense that there is something more than what meets the eye. And in that partial state, you are trying to get clear about what is the sensitivity that I do have. And at the same time, the eager persona or the ego seems to occupy much more internal rental space in our being. Yet at the same time, the soul is urging, prompting, nagging to be recognized more, which can be also um, uh, be a tuned in or tuned out, um, depending on whether to use the experiences in daily living as an opportunity to advance the soul. But it also can be used as an opportunity to advance the ego as well. So there's this partially awake that the person may be trying to do things more intentionally by studying the Bible or by reading different uh, songs in the scripture, which is part of the Bible, or by reading inspirational things that allow them to feel that it's moving them further along in their uh, awareness about their soul, but at the same time, it's kind of in, uh, there's a competition of the ego, just saying you need to get this job done, you, you know, you need to spend all the hours that it takes to get it done, or getting into distractions and the social media, our time is being used or, or sucked up, you know, through that process, uh, being in the social media. So the partial awake soul knows there's something more, but it kind of is now going back and forth with vacillating. Uh, with that. Then you have the fourth state, which is what I call the engaged ascending soul. The engaged, engaged ascending soul. And that is more of the soul knows that there is the essential self, the real self that um, that is infused into their daily living, that they're looking for ways, the soul is looking for ways to continue to grow and to continue to advance. 
and their evolution. They know there's more. They know that there is a, a soul source that they're moving towards. And every day in every way, they're trying to be able to make wise choices, trying to make the best types of choices that would allow their soul to continue evolve. And so the eagle now they're more tuned to, but they're starting, starting to need to be alert to the fact that the eagle can be sneaky and how it gets the soul off course because of the needs and the wants of the ego um, that quiets the needs and the focus that the soul needs to have and be on. And so remember I asked you to kind of think about, you know, what the ego and how the ego shows up in your world in past step episodes and then how the soul shows up in your world and beginning to distinguish between how your ego persona is kind of out there and how your soul is kind of quietly trying to move along. And it's like the story of the, the tortoise and the hare. And the hare is the ego persona. And the tortoise is the a soul. And so the um, hair is saying, look at me, look at me, you know, I'm going to win this race. I'm quicker, I'm better, you know, twirl around and have fun and I can be able to do all these things. Look at me and wanting all the recognition. And that's kind of what the ego's about. But the tortoise slowly, methodically continues to move along. And it continues to not pay attention to all this bl blustering of the, the ego that's taking place. And so it ends up being there is two rows. So if you take the road of the ego, it's always wanting attention. It's always wanting to say, look at me. When it's not under the direction of the soul and another component I'll be talking about in a minute, the ego will always go for uh, what it wants, what it thinks it needs. Uh, which is that big house or the spouse or the fancy car or the corner office. But the soul says, that's not enough. There's still this urge that still, still goes on within me, even if my soul is asleep or dozing or partially awake or engaged, ascending. All those states, there still innately is a desire of the soul that says, I, I just, and this is the higher road. I just, this is just getting a little bit too boring for me. And there's something more. I'm looking for greater purpose, greater meaning. But the ego says, this is the lower road. Let's play it safe. We know what we got. We got the car. You know, we got the good job, even though it's not a meaningful job, but it pays well. So we got the job, you know, and we got this and we got that. And so let's just play it safe. But. The soul, as I mentioned in the last episode, be, can be crying. And it's crying because it wants your attention. It wants you to move from being asleep to being more engaged and ascending daily to the greater good to be your best self. And so you need to look at how you're driving your vehicle, which is you know, how you're making your choices. How are you being the captain of your ship to say, I wanna pay more attention to my soul 
and what my soul is desiring versus my ego, which it does not quite fulfill the deeper needs that I have. And so between this ego and the soul and the kind of friction going, going back and forth, guess what? We do have assistance. And that assistance, which is needed between these two ego persona and the soul, is the mediator. And the mediator in the Judeo-Christian tradition was Jesus. He was the mediator that allowed us to be able to have a better understanding of what the soul's need is. Because he came to help to move the soul out of jeopardy because of the ego and the materialistic focus of the ego being so strong that it said, on the Lord said, Jesus would be the mediator. But people have taken it out of context because we believe that Jesus was the only son of God. Yes, he was. But Jesus said, the very thing that you do, I do, you can do as well. So he was here as a teacher to teach us and to understand the distinctions between ego and materialistic and being disconnected from the source and how to reconnect the soul back to its source and also to have more focus around the soul and how to help the soul to evolve and grow. And one of the things that he did was he taught in parables. He taught in parables. Very interestingly, because he knew the ego and the materialistic mind of the ego can't understand parables. But guess what? The soul can. It can understand parables and understanding the meaning of the story that was being told. But the ego saying, speak simply, talk clearly. What are you saying? I don't, you know, we don't understand. And what he would do, he still talked in parables. Because it was not for those individuals who were so ego-focused to get the understanding. And if they wanted to get the understanding, it meant that they would need to let go of something, which is their ego ruling. And they would have to be more humble to be able to listen and be more curious and ask for more understanding of what was being stated. And it's in the simplicity as a little child. We just talked about last time about the, the baby cries, you know, but as the baby grows, the soul grows, that is that simplicity of the child and childlike awareness and humility that the soul does grow. And we start to understand more of what is that soul desiring and how do we help to cultivate our soul? on its spiritual path, allowing it to garner certain experiences that allows it to grow. So it does require that quietness. It does require for us to be able to listen to the stories of our world that are going on, 
the stories that we find coming into our world or we're involved in, in terms of those narratives that go on? And what are the themes to those narratives that allows us to understand where the soul is needing to grow? For example, if you're always finding yourself in situations that create anger for you, or situations that create disappointment for you, or situations in which you find that you are um, being sarcastic in, those are the types of situations you want to stop. Take a step back and say, what's, what's happening here? Because those avenues are the ways of the ego. It's not the ways of the soul. The soul is never trying to be mean-spirited or sarcastic or unkind or feel it needs to justify itself for what's, what's taking place, or make sure that you understand that I'm superior to you, and therefore you must be inferior to me. I'm going to talk about those types of qualities you know, in another, other episodes, but the soul is in listening grace. The soul can have a, a fervor, like a lion, to say when there is something that's taking place that is not appropriate, stop. That's not appropriate. And that is the engaged ascending soul because it has greater discernment than maybe the dozing soul. So depending on the state of the soul depends also how you go about perceiving things, looking at situations that are occurring in your life, your daily experiences. But regardless of whether it's a sleeping soul, dozing soul, or partially awake soul, or engaged ascending soul, you are on a path to help you to be able to get more aware and more discerning of the ego when it's showing up and when the soul and what the soul need is. So even if you're asleep, the soul, you can awaken your soul by kindness, by reading something that is uplifting, by reflecting, by going back to find a soul quote and write those quotes down and reflect on them. And start to ask your own inner self, what do you need? How may I help? It has become, you become like the, the Jesus-like quality to your soul. Because Jesus was the model or the mediator to show us how to start to get the distinction between soul and ego. Ego, materialistic focus, soul being your best self focused. And how to do that. And it does like an eagle. I think of the story of um, the, the baby eagle being raised with chickens. I'm not sure if you ever heard that before. You know, that there is this um, e eagle who uh, was raised in a chicken pen. And it thought it was a chicken. It acted like a chicken. It even walked like a chicken. But it was only in... The eagle that was flying, another eagle that was flying above, that the eagle that was flying above looked down and said, what is this eagle doing with chickens? Does it not know what it is? But that's where the baby eagle, who was like the soul, is maybe asleep, partially aware that there's something more um, than what I'm doing currently. And it's only through the eagle who was flying 
which is like Jesus, the great mediator, who swoops down and, and says, what are you doing? And the baby eagle says, what are you talking about? He says, why are you with chickens? And the baby eagle says, what? What do you mean? He says, you're an eagle. He says, no, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a chicken. <laughs> he says, no, eagle. And the baby chickens say, yeah, you're like us. Even though they knew, well, you look differently, but you're like us. You've been with us for so long. And the baby eagle says, yeah, I'm, you know, this is where I'm supposed to be. Even though the baby eagle has some desires and wanting something more because it knows it's a little bit different. So the eagle, the bigger eagle says, come with me. And since the baby eagle doesn't know that it has so much more capacity to expand its wings, that the flying eagle says, come with me. Because this, why? Where are we going? He says, just come with me. And there's some trust the baby eagle has. And the baby eagle says, okay. So he says, come with me. So they walk because at this point, the baby eagle doesn't know that it can fly. So it walks up into the top of the mountain and the baby eagle says, where are we going? Why are we going up this mountain? He says, just come with me and I'm going to show you something. He says, okay. So he goes to, and then they go up to the top of the mountain and the baby eagle says, wow, there's so much more perspective up here. I can see so much. And the eagle says, you can do and see even more. He says, you can fly. He goes, no way can I fly. I mean, my, you know, my, when I'm, I'm with, I'm with the, my brothers and sister chickens, you know, we don't fly. You know, well, we kind of flutter our wings a little bit, but we don't fly. Because it's, but you're not a chicken. You're an eagle. This is the same thing that happens with our soul. It gets so used to being um, commanded by our ego that it thinks that's just the way it is. That's just who I am. That's just what we do. We want more of this. Okay, we can have it. But the baby eagle always knows that there, there's got to be something more than this. It's got to be. So then the big eagle who has swooped down and taken him to the top of the mountain says, you can fly. He says, no, I don't think so. And mm, this is pretty scary because you're, are you asking me to fly? And the eagle says, yes, it's innate in you and you can do this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> um, and the 
uh, Eagle says, yes, you can, and you will. So he says, trust me, spread your wings and jump off and you will be able to fly and I will do it with you. So after some more coaching, the baby eagle jumps off and the bigger eagle jumps off and says, flap your wings, you can fly. Flap your wings, you can fly. He starts flapping, he flaps even harder because he's really feeling you know, scared. And he so he flaps and he says, I'm flying, I'm flying, I'm flying. And the big eagle says, see, yes, you can fly. And in fact, look down and what do you see? He goes, oh my God, I see with crystal clarity, so many different things. Yes, that's the eagle's eye. We can see more than the average can see. So fly, fly, and enjoy, and allow the wind to embrace you. Enjoy the experience because you are an eagle. This is the same thing we have to be aware of, that when we move from that sleeping state in, you know, into the awakening state and the engaging and ascending states, we start to utilize greater faculties, greater attributes, qualities that have been dormant, that we start to cultivate. And just as that big ego, there was Jesus who helped us and continues to help with our awareness that the very things that he did, he quickly said, you can do. And he quickly said, don't put idolatry to me. And in fact, those things that you do, you, uh, I do, you can do. Those things that the eagle could do, the baby eagle can do. It just has to learn how and learn how to be one's best self and whatever you do. And know that sometimes there will be challenges and difficulties in that process of being your best self, but you're learning, you're growing. You're learning to love your soul, the soul essence of who you are. And that story is just a story representing the, how the soul needs to continue to evolve and to trust that some um, the things that you may read about in the life uh, of Jesus or parables or the life of Buddha, any of the great saints, are things to read about because it's showing you how they evolved, how they have continued to grow through their ups and downs. Mother Teresa had her ups and downs and her issues around, at times, waning faith. But she still was consistent. She was the tortoise that continued to move things along in the best way that she knew how and stayed close to her inner source and her awareness of God in her life. How can you do that as well? How can you do that as well? 
And so mastering life's adventures is about helping you to think about how can I be my best self, but also knowing that our soul can be in different states and probably even more states than I've even mentioned here. And that there is a purpose and a direction. And I've said this before, that the ego is subservient to the soul and the soul source. Your I am presence, that Atman. Yeah. And so we're learning the nuances of what that means, what that looks like. And that's what this podcast is about. Helping to learn those nuances through different ways, different formats that we'll look at and be able to do that in. In terms of what is soul psychology? What is that wellness aspect that we need to have in our lives and mind, body, soul, spirit? And what are maybe ways in which movies and to help to share some stories of soul growth through characters as well. There'll be different ways in which we'll be looking at these things. And I invite you to reflect, to think, to ask questions, because that's what life is all about. For us to keep conscious and be more intentional about how we're living our life and knowing that some of the experiences that come our way we, we can reconnect or redirect or correct on them. And every day is a new day to be your best self. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Avengers, being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Master in Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.